All right, everybody, don't drop that fast forward button. The sponsorship roll call is about to begin. Energy Consulting Limited provides complete project management and general contracting services to a variety of private sector clients on both commercial and residential construction projects. They act as the owner's representatives through the planning, design, budgeting, scheduling, construction, and occupancy processes. Clients appreciate their open, honest, and flexible approach to achieving their project goals. Although they're located in Surrey, BC, Energy works on projects all over the province, including the growing cities of the north and the beautiful coastal towns of Vancouver Island. They're always excited to explore new places and develop relationships with professionals wherever their clients' interests may be. Abacus North is a firm that specializes in mortgage banking solutions for complex projects. In addition to providing financing solutions in a traditional mortgage broker capacity, Abacus North provides direct loans that range from $2 million to $25 million. On a syndicated basis, they provide mortgage banking solutions up to $300 million. In most cases, their in-house capital solutions can bridge financing gaps that traditional lenders are unable to service. They specialize in providing land acquisition loans, construction financing for large-scale developments, income-producing properties, and single-purpose facilities. With a portfolio that includes high-rise, mid-rise, and low-rise condominiums, townhouse developments, shopping centers, agricultural properties, industrial developments, and medical marijuana facilities, Abacus North is at the forefront of creative mortgage banking solutions with a focus on fostering long-term relationships. They are a multifaceted organization that services domestic and international clients with their mortgage banking needs. Complex financing solutions require analytical thinking well beyond a typical mortgage broker relationship. As a result, they focus on providing engineered solutions for their client. Their key differentiation strategy is that they assist clients in actively managing the capital stack in order to minimize borrowing costs while maximizing flexibility. Abacus North focuses on national and global opportunities. Ascentia CPA has a team of new-gen chartered professional accountants that are dedicated to advancing companies using expertise combined with emerging technologies. The team at Ascentia will implement the latest accounting technologies, allowing you to not only run a business, but to run a smart business that will excel in your industry. Their focus is to provide growth-centric, value-added, and timely accounting services for businesses, as well as individuals across Canada. Unlike standard accounting firms, by embracing cloud-based software, the team at Ascentia will provide you with real-time accounting information on a secure platform that is accessible anywhere at any time, allowing you to make better informed decisions and gain more controlled overview of your financial data. The reliability and expertise you will experience with the professionals at Ascentia will assist you in the preparation of corporate and personal tax returns, financial statements, bookkeeping, government filings, tax and estate planning, as well as business advisory services. For more information on the advantages of online accounting and to book a complimentary meeting online, be sure to visit ascentiacpa.ca. We are just sat here thinking that you know I need to be able to collectivize my thoughts before I drop this podcast here tonight and then as as I was sitting there thinking about 
what I want to say and like the message that needs to be able to be present here tonight, I realized you can't always filter everything. Like sometimes things just need to be raw. Some, sometimes they just need to be real. Sometimes they need to be so real it makes you look at yourself in the mirror and challenge what you see. Where you look and you see and you really see and it challenges the depths of who you are. And when, when you look, like, do you like what you see? Do you like what you see? Do you like what you feel? You know, I come across these circumstances, like, like routinely in my day. You know, one of the closest people to me in my life, you know, said to me today, they came across this man who said, I will never put out any information, ever, under any circumstances that is not going to challenge people and it's not going to make me scared. You know, when I look at the things that I'm willing to say, like things that have scared me, like on this podcast that I, I've been willing to share to be able to release me of the demons that I persecuted myself with so I could look in the mirror and I could be free of that. But the one thing that I've come to realize is that as I release these demons that I've challenged myself with, because I was worried about what other people would persecute me with, there's not a whole lot of fucking people who are willing to do the same. Like, will you? Will you take the time out to be controversial so you can understand yourself? Will you take the time out to really be an authentic human being? Will you take the time out to be able to be scared of somebody with real integrity, real authority, real ethics, real morals? Because you should be. Not because you're some punk-ass bitch that wants to be a fucking victim these days. But just because you goddamn well better be. Because that person has so much more ground to be able to stand upon than you. You know, I got into myself into a situation today, you know, not by my doing, you know, where I had to leverage an environment that I thought that was there for all of us to be able to use when we needed to. Something that we pay for with our tax dollars, something that is there for us, something that we are routinely told that when we need it, it is there for us to be able to express Something that when you're laying in your bed at night that you can count on that it'll be there for you. Something that when you're driving in your car, you know that it's there watching out for you. Something that when you're at work, you know it's keeping your kids safe. And if you haven't guessed what I'm saying yet, you know, it's the police. I asked the police to be able to help me today. The RCMP. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Think what that means. Those four words. Or those four letters. Think of what those mean to us as Canadians. Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Think of what historically those four letters represent. They were fierce. They were feared because of the authority the righteous authority, the moral authority, the ethical authority that those four letters meant. But what I realized today is over the course of time, they represent a bunch of fucking cowards. 
Let that sink in for a minute. A bunch of fucking cowards. I have all the legal right to be able to stand upon today. And I asked the RCMP to be able to help me enforce this. And they chose to be a fucking coward. And when I say the entire RCMP, I say the entire RCMP because you know what? If you are going to stand there and say, when one of my comrades falls, I will stand in my uniform and I will point my gun in the air and I will hold my nose high to represent them. You are representing them with every decision that you make. Every time you open your mouth, every time air comes out of the hole that represents sound. That we can all listen to. You represent everybody else. So when one person decides to be a fucking coward. The whole thing. Represents a coward. You know now I want to come from position. Like I, I legitimately want. To fear. The police. I legitimately want to fear. The RCMP. But in a healthy way. Knowing that this institution represents something that. Holds us all accountable. All of us. That's the kind of fear that I want to feel when I think of institutions like this. Because they should represent that to all of us. But why doesn't it? Why? And how did it get to this place? How did it get to a place... That even when you're right, you're wrong. How did it get to a place that the people that need to have courage are actually cowards? When I looked at this this member of the RCMP today, and this person can know, male or female, does not matter. Gender does not, not, not matter. It doesn't. It's a faceless environment. What really matters is ethics, integrity, and morality. That's it. It's as simple as that. And where do you stand? Where do you stand when you hear that? When you hear the word morals, how does that feel to you? What does that trigger inside? When you hear ethics, ethics. Let it rain like an echo for a while. Because ethics is real. Ethics is real as it gets. So I ask you, when you hear that, if you don't kind of gut check yourself almost instantaneously, do you know what ethics actually are? Do you really understand what they represent? Do you understand that as soon as you open up your eyes and realize you aren't dead in the morning, you represent your own ethics. When you breathe, you represent your ethics. When you open up your mouth, you represent your ethics. When you stand up, no matter how you stand in the morning, you represent your ethics. Do you investigate what that means have you do you even understand where you stand 
Do you understand what it means to posture a position of any kind of integrity? Do you? Have you soul searched enough? Have you understood the human experience enough to understand that no matter what ethics in your day, rain or shine, is what prevails you and you alone as a human being? What have you done? And I say that, and I say that from a position, a ruthless venture of understanding exactly. And when I say exactly, I don't want you to think that I'm fucking one foot beside where I need to be. I got both of my feet on the goddamn ground of where I need to be able to stand tall from. Think about it. Because it's not arrogant. I've spent 36 years. That's young. That's immature into the 50 years that it could be. I get that. But tell me why. Tell me why I don't have the right to be able to say that. And you should too. This is not just me. You should too. So when you look back at it and you want to say you egotistical, you arrogant, you self-centered man, you know what? Fuck you. You know why? Because every time that I've almost died in my life and I leverage those moments when I wake up in the morning to say, you know what? I have fucking ethics because I know where I stand and do you? I know where I stand. When a man is chasing you down with a gun while he's shooting at you and you have to think about that later on in your life trying to understand where you come from and try to understand what life really means, yeah, I have the right to be able to say it. When I'm suffering from hypothermia in a cave because I've gone just a little bit too far this time, I have the right to be able to go back there. When I'm pinned underneath a quad as a little boy in the middle of fucking nowhere and not knowing how I'm going to survive, I have the right to be able to go back there. I do. That's just a few. Do you want me to list the other 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40? Let's fucking be real. You've heard this podcast long enough. You know there's a list. But I want you to have a list. This is the point of saying this. This is not a point of saying like, look, this is me over here and you over there. It's like, let's find the place where our lists can join. They join together so that we can understand the human experience better instead of being a goddamn coward because we got too many of them far too many of them
And today we are seeing example after example after example of cowards in so many different capacities and especially in the face of COVID-19. And I've wanted to air a podcast for a long goddamn time about all these punk motherfuckers that are talking about how people in World War One and World War Two they fought for us so we can stay at home for them. God damn, I wish you'd shut your fucking mouth. Because if you want to sit down and compare something that somebody has to wash their hands for 20 seconds with soap and water to get rid of versus a man or a woman sitting in a trench for days and weeks and months getting trench foot and gangrene at 16 and 17 years old for years that is even remotely the same you fucking coward is what I say to you. Shut your goddamn mouth. It doesn't even remotely mean the same thing. It only goes to show me that you have absolutely no authority to be able to stand upon any fucking ground. To be able to open your mouth. To be able to talk about what other people should and shouldn't be doing when it comes to ethics and not being a coward. Rash? Brutal? Offensive? Absolutely. Because go look at yourself in the mirror. Walk over there right now and look at your reflection in the mirror. And think of the 16-year-old boy that's sitting in a trench wondering if you should cut his foot off while you wash your hands for 20 seconds. To get rid of COVID-19. This is the cowardness. Of the world that we live in today. You want to talk about. People dying. Because of COVID-19. And situations like this. And the cowards. That run and flock to the narrative. That this is the worst thing. That the world has ever seen. Go Google. How many People died in World War II. And tell me how many goddamn decades, if not centuries, COVID-19 would have to run rampant in our world to be able to equate to the millions of people who died. So don't for one second, don't for one second, Take away the atrocity from one of the human beings that died in a moment like that. And try to find some kind of perspective, some kind of ground that you stand on that is ethical, that has morals and integrity and not the inflated bullshit that we calls or call today. Morals and integrity. Because they're not. They're not. They absolutely are not. I hope. My point behind this. My absolute point behind this. Is to make you uncomfortable. 
I hope that you can even get through this in one sit. I hope you turn this off. I hope it was so offensive that you can't stop thinking about it, that you can't stop bitching about it, that you can't stop complaining about it, that it makes you feel sick, that it makes you hate me, that it makes you feel disgust. Fine. Because the one thing that my mom always said to me before she died, God only challenges people who are strong enough. I'm not a God-believing man, and you know I'm not. But the one thing that I will tell you, it's that real. I have endurance until the day that I die. Bring it. I'll flex. I put in my reps. I put in my reps every day. I have endurance until I don't breathe. I'm 36. I'll be 46. I'll be 56. I'll be 66. I'll be 76. I'll be 86. I'll be 96. It's a long, long time. Long time. Ooh. Makes me feel good. Oh, my legs are jittering right now i got a smile on my face you know like that 60 years of endurance whoo baby oh that makes me feel good that makes me feel real good 60 years of endurance it almost makes me giddy i know you can hear it in my voice i almost can't even contain it 60 years of endurance oh it's like christmas right now don't you just love when those moments happen? So when you want to come, when you want to persecute, when it means that much to you that you got to challenge, challenge me. That's fine. Let's have a conversation. Because you know what? When I wake up in the morning and I look in the mirror, I know who I see. Do you?